Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another Ask the Expert. Um, my name's Kevin McCrona, and boy, oh boy, have you had a brilliant bank holiday weekend. Uh, the weather was amazing. Uh, so welcome to Ask the Expert, an award-winning daily series from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. to help small businesses. If you have any questions, ask them in the comments of this live feed. If you need any advice, um, join the official Intuit QuickBooks uh, SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. During the live session, there will, we'll be running a poll, so please do engage with it, and I'll reveal the results later. Now, if you are on TikTok, check out the Be Your Own Boss competition pitch. And, uh, pitch a new business idea and you could win yourself investment, mentorship and business advice all to help that make that business idea a reality. Tag the hashtag be your own boss to enter. Now, today we're going to be talking a little bit about confidence and communication skills um, outside of lockdown. But before I go there, for some of you who don't know who I am, my name is Ketan McQuana. I'm the CEO and Chief Disruptor at Enterprise Lab. Enterprise Lab is an organization which is designed to support anyone from entrepreneurs right the way up to corporations in business mobilization, growth and scalability. We procure projects from around 26 countries and work with over 200,000 people every year to help them disrupt their industries. Now, speaking of industry and lockdown, um, it's been pretty poor, right? It's been a it's been a poor show. Everyone's been kind of locked in, locked away. Businesses have been impacted over the last year and a half. All you hear on the news is uh, lockdown this, lockdown that, vaccination this, maybe a release down here. But it seems as though the light is coming to the end of the tunnel. You know, since 17th of May, we've seen a little bit more of improvement on how um, lockdown is being kind of released, and hopefully this month we should see. Um, on the 25th of June, we should see um, lockdown really kind of just be eradicated. Now, as a business owner, you're coming out of lockdown, you've probably been used to sitting in front of your laptop, communicating and engaging with prospective clients, networking, or using the front end of your computer. How are your confidence skills? How do you how confident do you feel about getting back out there and actually really uh, being engaged in live meetings? How many of you are, in, you know, really just looking forward to um, pretty much uh, sitting in in meetings, physical uh, sales pitches, uh, right the way through to events and stuff like this? I think it's all kind of overwhelming. Um, I'm going to start with me as an example. For, since you know, uh, 2000 March 2020, I've pretty much been locked away to the sanctions of these kind of four walls that you see here. Primarily, you know, working away, still running the business, having to do everything um, using Zoom, and it's it's easier to a certain extent because you can probably get away with a few things, but it's also quite hard because if you want to express energy and, and you want to transfer that type of energy and, and get that kind of feel of what your audience and customers thinking and feeling, it's quite difficult. It's a bit like now. I'm actually talking straight to a camera, not to you guys. You guys are actually feeling the energy from, from what I'm saying. So so it can be a little bit uh, overwhelming, I guess, you know, as you as we go back into this uh, kind of new normal, in, into the fact that actually we're going to be breaking away, getting back into live contact physical meeting. So I've got a couple of things there that I want to share with you, a couple of tips that will kind of help you along your way. Um, for me, you know, uh, the first thing I'm actually now doing is rather than going into uh, sort of mainstream events and stuff like this, 
I'm working myself back into things. So I'm having a few client lunches or maybe a few small meetings um, out in the public. So wherever I can, um, whether it's kind of from a coffee shop perspective or to a to a restaurant, I'm actually starting really slow. So small groups uh, or maybe even just one-to-one meetings, really to just ebb myself in. I just kind of really want to feel... Um, um, that I'm kind of comfortable in those kind of environments. You see, I haven't been um, out, you know, we haven't been out to eat, we haven't been out to shop, we haven't been out anywhere, you know, over the last sort of 18 odd months or so. And and as, as such as that, that does have a profound impact. You know, we're used to being in this kind of environment. So one of the first things that I want to say to you is take your time. You don't have to rush into everything, you know, slowly, slowly introduce, um, more live face-to-face meetings for you. So I'm starting off with a series of lunches. Actually, they start from this week. Um, you know, I've got people to coming down um, to me where I am in Windsor, basically to to see me, and, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna actually go out and have um, have a lunch and have that kind of communication. So first tip is um, edge yourself in slowly. The second thing that I'd like to say to you is, you know, communication is one of those things where it's only 10 to 15% of what you say um, or the words um, that are really important. Nonverbal communication is one of the biggest things that you've got to think about here. So your sitting postures, uh, your, the way you express yourself, the tonality, all of these kind of things. Again, we we forget a lot of this, uh, of what we do, how we sit, what our habits are like, because um, we've been at home. We've been quite comfortable. You know, you've been working from the sofa compared to, to when you're working, you know, from a desk in an office environment. So, you know, be be a little bit mindful of your posture, your 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 positioning, the way you express particular things. Start to think about um your nonverbal communication. It's really important because that's that's one of the things that really has um a profound impact on the message that you're trying to get across. The third thing that I'd like to say is be mindful of social distancing. It's still there. There's a lot of people who are still um, a little bit um, uh, uneasy with social and physical contact. So respect it. You know, if you're going to go out, take your mask with you. Some people may want you to wear your mask when you uh, when you uh, when you're engaging with them. Don't know why, because they can't see your your face properly. But essentially, that is something that you want to consider. Social distancing is still a thing at this moment in time, even even after lockdown uh, has been released. Hopefully, on the twenty first. I know they're talking about the fact that the Indian variants or or the Thai variants may actually stop us from uh, from this. But essentially, you are now going to start to see yourself moving out more forward. So be mindful of the fact that uh, some people may have this kind of um, uh, this thing against social distancing. Um, so, so just uh, uh, sort of uh, latch onto that a little bit. Just, just be a bit more aware of that. The last thing that I really want to say um, around this area uh, is is when you're into into networking. Now, um, I've done episodes on Ask the Expert before about network techniques. Remember, networking is fundamental. It's important. The success of your business is compounded by how much of an influential network you have around you. No matter how you do it, whether you do it online or you do it offline, you are still going to need to engage, connect 
and and see how you can build value propositions with with other people. So um, the the key thing around your communication skills and confidence should be built around um, how you go out and uh, and now future network. Don't go out there with this whole mindset that you know things are going to be um, uh, restrictive and you're you're you know you're you're a little bit uh, anxious or anxiety. Just let it flow. Do you know, at the end of the day, you've prepared yourself. You've gone out there. You've taken your time. Do small meetings, you know, one or two at a time to allow yourself to, to feed into the routine of getting back out there. You understand that social distancing is still a thing. And maybe that, you know, the other person requires you to be a little bit more conscious about um, the way you present yourself. Now, the networking side of things is it's important that you make this about them rather than you. So don't go out there just banging on really about yourself who are you what you're doing etc and why you're here show interest you know start off how are they you know what are things they've been up to how has covid impacted them what's the lockdown done for them raise the conversation that way and and start to break down your responses in line with what the other person is saying it's a lot easier than going out there and trying to say oh what do i have to say how should i say it when should i say it Make it easier for yourself. Interview them first. Ask more about them. And then you'll start to know what you need to really start to put into place. And remember, communication is an art of conversation. So converse rather than stre- uh, um, stress about stating, uh, etc. Take your time. Breathe. Enjoy the, fl- you know, the flow. But more things than anything else is listen. Listen twice. Speak once. So listen with your eyes. Listen with your ears. And then speak with your mouth. So look, watch to what's going on. How? What's the environment like? Get a feel for the type of energy or the mood that you're the opposite person's into. Understand where they're coming from with with what they're saying, and that will really help you uh, initiate what your kind of responses will be like. So there are a couple of things here, you know, around your own confidence and and the communication skills. As I say, confidence is something which you've already got within you. It's just that we're just not used to using it because we haven't used it for so long. If you are someone that used to usually be, be out and about all the time and then being restricted down to, you know, for the last 12 to 14 months where you've, you know, you're not been allowed to actually leave your own house to a certain extent, there are certain things that you're going to be a little bit rusty with. So take your time, understand that you don't have to leave and jump straight into particular things. And on the flip side of things, you know, um, with your communication skills is remember, listen twice, speak once, you know, take, give yourself a chance to understand where the other person's coming from and get a feel for the energy. And that will really help you along the way. So I hope these kind of uh, uh, tips have been quite useful. Now, I know there are a number of questions out there and I know you guys love asking questions. So get your questions in. We have got plenty of time. So I'd like to get through all the questions as possible. So let's get started with Kay on Twitter DM. I've actually started my new role while in lockdown. So this will be the first time I'm meeting a lot of my team in real life. How do I put my best foot forward? Great question to start with, Kay. Great question. First of all, congratulations on your new role. And it's exciting. it should be an exciting time that you're going to get to meet all of your new uh, colleagues in um you know, in your office environment, etc. I think the best foot forward thing is um, something that I want you to take out of your head because all of a sudden it's almost like you have to be someone else. Um, you know, you've got to show only the best parts about K. I want you to go out and show the real K. So be yourself. 
don't have to be anything else. There isn't, and uh, there's no such thing as a best step uh, or a best foot forward. I think uh, essentially what you want to be able to do is analyze the group, you know, the environment, the group. It's going to be great. It's going to be positive. Everyone's going to be interested to to get to know you and meet you and say hi and and connect, etc. So be yourself, because I think if you try to go out there and be someone that you're not. Uh, or someone that you feel is only going to fit into that, eventually that facade is going to die away. So you're going to struggle then uh, and the fact that you've got K version one and K version two. So just go out there, be yourself, enjoy it, smile, um, you know, listen to what people are saying, you know, tell stories, you know, build up the experience, build the rapport, show interest in them as much as they show interest in you. But good luck with that. And well done again for your for your new role. Raul on Instagram DM. Hey, Ketan, I ramble uh, a bit too much and I like bouncing uh, ideas off others. Sometimes others lose interest when I'm speaking. Problem is I'm doing it even more now that we're back in person again. How do I stay concise even in a casual conversation? Well, Raul, join, join the club. I am the rambler number one. I can talk uh, the hind legs off a donkey and I can speak for England. Um, look, at the end of the day, the only reason why you think you ramble is because you're really excited about the, the things that you have here. I think sometimes it's, it's, it's better for you to actually, um, I guess, take some pauses. So usually when you're talking, you, you keep going and going and going and going and you think I need to say more and more and more and more to get more and more detail because what you're doing is you're looking for that response from the other person. You're trying to get that reaction from someone. So it's important that you, you kind of pace yourself through, break down uh, a little bit of um, what you're saying ask the audience, you know, ask the people around you, does that make sense? Is that clear? What do you think? By breaking it down with a little question, you stop your narrative. It means that your brain now has more time to, to engage into what it wants to say next. And it has actually allows the other person or the audience to, to be able to, to, I guess, you know, uh, position where they are with something as well. So interacting with your audience is going to be a really good thing for you. That's one of the biggest techniques that I was te- taught when I was coming through this kind of process of presenting to, um, uh, to actually uh, sharing my ideas and stuff like this. Ask more questions and uh, or break uh, that will allow you to break up what you're saying and it also uh, calms you down from a, uh, from a point whereby you can actually start to control how much you need to say. But don't worry about rambling. I think rambling is good. You're still in good company, Raul, all right? Um, Ollie on Facebook Messenger. Um, working from home allowed me to uh, the space around me for meetings to digest and recharge. I now have had two, be- uh, two weeks back in the office uh, settings and I'm feeling quite drained. And like I'm not re- retaining as much information, okay, how can I recreate that space in my day without turning away my coworkers? So, okay, it's an interesting one. We become very used to the, the comforts of our own environments. And I think it's, in, you know, you don't want to be rude, but at the same time, you want to maintain a level of productivity, I think, you know, at the end of the day, what you want to be able to do is break, start breaking away some sort of times in the day when you are back in the office, keeping a little bit of me time, a little bit of space time, maybe creating a little bit, some, some form of system whereby people know that you're in a do not disturb type of environment. Um, 
I don't work as much in the office as I used to, um, but when I was in there in in, in an open plan office or, or or in that kind of environment, where uh, what I used to do is say, right, okay, there are a couple of times uh, during the day where I just need myself to my thoughts. So either I'd move away from my desk and go to some other area of the office, which where I could be kind of by myself. Maybe it's near where the cafeteria area would be, or I guess where you can go and grab a coffee and stuff like that and sit down, which sometimes can be a problem because people think, oh, you're available for a chat. And at the same time, I used to also have an indicator of a, of a postie, which used to sit on my, on my desk, which it was kind of almost like a do not disturb. So think about how hotel rooms have the do not disturbs and stuff like this, maybe putting a little bit of that into the environment. It's a nice way of actually saying to people, leave me alone without actually having to say leave me alone but look just experiment with a few things express that to your to your to your colleagues as well say look you know at the end of the day you're still kind of getting adjusted to um to life back in the office and there are pockets of time where you love to have just to yourself so you can recharge reset and re-energize so you can be more, more productive honesty is the best policy keep it clear some people may think uh, you're a bit of a weirdo some people will say this is really great they may even start doing it themselves don't worry about what people think make sure that you are focusing on what uh, you need to be doing there so well done with that wendy on twitter dm uh, I'm still nervous about uh, the situation, but I need to inspire my team to come back to the office. Any tips on overcoming those anxious moments and projecting confidence? I think, Wendy, one of the most important things um, when you're working with teams is um, the, how, how you connect and what your touch points are with them. I think if you come across too, uh, too brash, too, too like, yeah, let's, let's get back together, it's going to be the... It can, you know, people can see through that. Um, I think you've got to be very honest first, uh, be very transparent. Say, look, you know what? We've all gone through a tough time. We've all got these kind of anxious and nervous moments. We all know that it's we're still a little bit uncertain, but it's important that we're all back together. We all need to refuel that energy, you know, of working together. And that's why it's important that we come back and we start to try practicing being a team together uh, in in a physical space. So be honest about it. Even if you want to, I'm not saying um, show any kind of weaknesses or vulnerabilities, but be open to some of the areas that you're anxious about because what that allows your team to do is start to align with you and say wow this person gets it they and they're more motivated or more inspired to come and say do you know what i'm going to support this i'm going to give it a try because because what you're doing at this moment in time is you're thinking some people may have nervous points or anxious uh, um, uh, bits and pieces but the truth the truth of it is is these are all just opinions and thoughts that they've been uh, brought in by influence from what they hear, what they see. The truth of this is, is that's your team. You're their leader. They will look up to the leader at some point in time. If the leader doesn't can't demonstrate an, a, a space of transparency and openness and relativity, then how can they engage, connect and have a touch point with you? So use your communication in a way of actually you know, giving them a little insight into Wendy's world. And then from there, that sounds great, Wayne's world, Wendy's world. Um, but at the same time, give them some mode of inspiration to come forward. So, you know, tell them, look, why it's so important. You know, get them to start to think back what it was like before 
um, before lockdowns really kicked in. But good luck with that. Um, Arlene on Facebook Messenger, I used to get quite overwhelmed when having to present to big groups of people. Zoom calls meant that there were might not be uh, there might be a lot of people on a call, but they'd actually be on mute. How do you deal with that unsettled feeling before and during big presentations? All right. Um, well, we've got a bit of time, so I'm going to tell you a really quick story. So one of the first things uh, when I got into speaking and presenting, um, well, it happened while I was still employed. And um, what happened is um, the company I was working for, uh, when I used to present to the management team, they said, you really got a good way about you. Maybe you should do some of our presentations to our external clients. And I'm like, fine. And I started from there. Um, eventually, I got to this stage where I was going out in as part of my work, doing all these kind of formal presentations and keynotes. When I got to the stage where I started my own business, um, I wanted to go out and I was I was talking, um, I was giving a keynote at a corporation, a corporate. I'm not going to name who they are. Um, just as I was about to be announced on stage, um, I was I went to the announcer and I said, "Any tips and advice on how I should, um, th- um, you know, how I should be, or what this uh, what this audience is like?" And all they said to me was, "Bring the energy." Okay, it's a little bit like uh, what Teo was saying to me just now. He goes, bring the energy, basically, before we started this. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, a spot, you know, all I thought was a spontaneous moment. I thought, I tell you what, I'm going to run in. I'm going to jump on stage, basically, bring the energy. As I did that, I ripped my trousers in in the part where you don't want to rip them, basically. Um, so I had to stand there for 25 minutes with my legs kind of crossed slightly uh, to a certain extent. Well, when I got to the end of the presentation, the um, uh, the first question that came up is, do you want to go to the loo? And I'm like, why would someone ask me that? And he goes, because you've been standing there looking like you need to go for a wee, basically. Now, the story is not all about me ripping my trousers and me having to go for a wee. The thing was, with this was, is, um, is during the process of uh, the questions i really became who i was again you know i i you know i got away got through this whole thing of the uh, the stuff that i was kind of hiding and uh, i was getting a lot more response and reaction from my audience in fact it, what it taught me was as i go through in life i should be more human ro- less robotic uh, when i'm doing my presentations so even when when we do things like ask the expert you know the the team allow you to bring in your i'm the expert here but they allow you to bring in your own momentum your own feel your own points rather than trying to craft the words that you want to say now why am i saying this to you Arlene, is that um, is that normally what you start to do is you start to create this kind of viewpoint of what your audience is, who they are, what they represent, what they're even thinking. I don't know how you would know what they're thinking at that moment in time. And that starts to control what you say, the way you say it, and, and, and what impact that you want to kind of create. So I want you to go back and be simple and say, look, do you know what? I'm human. I'm going to bring my human self. I'm going to bring my personal identity. I'm going to bring my knowledge the way I want to. And so on one side, it's your mind. The next side is how you feel. Your heart will be fluttering. My stomach always tumble turns. when I, Even when I was just about to start this, my stomach will do this little turn. If it doesn't, then I'm not in zone. I, you know, I've got enough adrenaline to kick in, basically. So essentially, what I want you to think about here, Arlene, is be human, enjoy what you're doing, 
Don't worry about the results, worry about the delivery. I think you will be amazing, don't worry. Archie on Instagram, I've tried to flip my own cynicism to positivity without much success. It works for a bit, then I seem to fall into old cycles and end up giving up, uh, giving myself a harder time to, for it. How do I keep myself on track to gain a positive mindset? I think positive mindsets, you see cynicism is built on what we call procrastination in my opinion. Okay, so you know you've got um, you've got pros and cons, and usually what happens is when you procrastinate, you end up talking, looking at the con. You always talk yourself out of particular things. So I think if you ever find yourself in in a process where you are um, being cynical or you're you're starting to procrastinate, talk yourself in. You know, look at the positive side of things. Stop at that point and focus on on more of what's what's right about this or what the opportunity kind of looks like. And that's where you will start to train an unconscious positive mindset. It's something that we all have. We all go down rabbit holes where we overthink things and we also procrastinate. Now, procrastination is usually on the fact of both of them. Procrastinating and um, the, the overthinking comes of two things. You're looking for a silver bullet or a reassured or guaranteed answer. So one of the things that I want you to think about here, Archie, is every time you feel like you're falling back into that old habit, talk yourself in, talk yourself in, talk yourself in. The more you start doing that, the more it becomes second nature to you. It's almost like you don't even think about brushing your teeth in the morning or in the evening, but uh, you just do it because it becomes a normal part of your ritual and routine. Well done. Okay, so um, Alexander on Facebook uh, comments, what strategies are there uh, or tricks to focus on the person you are talking to and not interrupting or rambling, but getting information from who you're speaking to? Uh, what strategies are there? Okay, so, so uh, essentially uh, what you're saying here, Alexander, is that um, you can say something to someone. When someone else comes back to you, you're not even listening to what they're saying. You're thinking about what you want to say next to them. And that's, that's a habit. The mind has this whole thing where the f when you raise a question and bring it to the front side of your head, you, the, the next question is actually being prepared and readied. It's, it's really important, um, as I was saying earlier about rambling, to stop yourself from rambling is ask questions. But it's really also important for you to shut up and listen. Um, and I mean shut down. So there's a part of you saying, right, okay, this is what I want to talk about next. But listen to what's coming out. And you're not just listening for the words. Just listen for the expression, the tonality, because you'll be able to tell where someone is giving you something which is something of interest to them and something which they're just merely stating. It's really down to your listening more than anything else. So take your time. And if you feel like you haven't really quite got the message, why don't you reverse it back? So if someone says something to you and say, all right, so what you mean by this is this, this, and this. Is that right? So all of a sudden, what you do is you close the gap of attention. And that's what conversation, the art of conversation wants. Each individual wants to get something out, but each individual also wants to feel like they've been listened to, heard to, and understood. So good luck with that. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Uh, I've, I've got two more questions. I'm going to, I'm going to try and rattle through them basically. And then I'm going to give you your poll. Um, you got Ella, Ella on Twitter. How important is work-life balance? I feel like I'm working nonstop. Um, the, um, and it's harder to know when to take a break. Okay. Very quickly, Ella, um, there's no such thing as work-life balance. Think of it as equalizers. So if you do eight hours of work, how much 
time do you need to spend to yourself to actually be able to equalize that? So you could spend two hours of doing nothing. The other side to things is attention and uh, productivity and performance are normally in 20 to 25 minute bouts. So if you are working, try to work within a 20 to 25 minute round, but then actually take a five minute breather and then get back to it. Try practicing the 20 to 25 minutes. So every half an hour, within that half an hour, give yourself a five minute breather break, either a cup of coffee, a quick walk around, just a little bit of movement. Start adjusting it. Once you once you get into the routine of that, then you can spread it over hours if you want to. But productivity and your attention is only really going to be core for about 20 to 25 minutes. This is why something I like ask the experts only half an hour. So it's really, really good there. Okay, um, Marcus on uh, Facebook Messenger. Now, my business has opened its shop front again. Well done. I'm interacting with a lot more of my customers. 80% of the time, this is fantastic and I love it. But the rest of the time, I find myself easily getting frustrated. How do you manage emotions like these? Now, Marcus, when you're not serving your customers, like when you're when you're at home, you know, uh, whatever it is, start to understand what is it that you're getting frustrated about? Are you getting frustrated because of the customer? Are you getting frustrated because of the situation? Are you getting frustrated because the way in which that uh, that potential customer is? Whatever it is, there is a trigger there. Now, usually uh, we are frustrated about one thing and we take it out on something completely different because we assume that's what um, that's what the cause and effect of it is. It's a little bit like when you get a dodgy stomach. The dodgy stomach isn't from what you ate, uh, uh, you know, half an hour ago, an hour ago. It's it's from what's happened about, you know, um, 30, 24 hours ago, roughly. So it's a it's it, it's almost it takes almost a, a certain amount of time before uh, before the effect comes into place. So usually. Um, what I tend to find is whatever you're frustrated about isn't directly correlated with where you're venting your frustration. So I want you to start asking yourself, what is it that you're frustrated about? Be more honest with yourself. And actually, it, you'll probably tend to find that it's the the, the customer's not the, the frustration. It could be tiredness. It could be um, that you missed out on a, a, on a potential order somewhere or someone walked away or, or your partner said something to you that's upset you to a certain extent. There's so many different variables that can come into frustration here. So controlling your emotions is is not is not um, something that you want to do. It's be conscious of your emotions, but don't judge them. Be conscious of where what state you are in, but don't judge. Oh, I'm I'm like this because of this. Understand why you got there, but don't understand that's the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And what you tend to find is that. If 90% of the time uh, your frustration is nothing to do with that customer, it allows you to move away and say, well, look, the customer is important to me. So let me just take step that down, create the priority of, um, of serving the customer, and then we can move on from there. So uh, just give that a try and see how you get on. Right. Wow, loads of questions today. It's good. Good first day of the month and a lot of energy that's been brought on. Thank you for all those questions. But we did have a poll. We did ask you, do you think your communication skills have suffered after being in lockdown? 25% of you said yes and 75% of you said no. Wow, well done. I think that's really, really good. 
but it's important that you do get out there and you keep practicing because it's not it's not as straightforward it, it it sounds like it sounds like what are you talking about you know i can still communicate the way i do we've been very used to this kind of closed off environment it's been one direction of of communication in terms of how you elicit response so take your time ease yourself in guys don't worry about too many things don't be too judgmental be more conscious about where you're going so, so look, well done to the fact that only 25% of you feel that your communications um, skills have suffered, but there is always an opportunity in, in, in everything. So go out there, enjoy the sun, enjoy the weather, enjoy other people's companies, but do it in a very safe, pragmatic way, and you will, you will succeed in re, you know, revisiting, revitalizing those communication skills. So that's it. Thank you for all of you for tuning in. I really appreciate the time that you take out on these um, on the RC experts. If you have any more questions, feel free to um, contact me on Twitter um, at Ketan underscore McQuana. Um, coming up on Ask the Expert tomorrow is my dear friend Simon Squibb. I love this guy, basically. He's the founder of The Purposeful Project. Um, having retired at 40, Simon is now on a mission to help 10 million people start and grow a business of their own. Tune in and find out uh, what the secret uh, of it all is in business, basically. So um, a reminder is that if you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. And don't forget, as Simon and, and the team have done here, basically, be your own boss. Um, it's the competition on TikTok. Pitch a new business idea and you could win investment, mentoring, and business advice Tag the hashtag, be your own boss to enter. I've really enjoyed spending this morning with you guys. I really sincerely hope that you've um, seen value in the tips and uh, uh, all the answers to the questions. Um, have a great day. Have a brilliant month. Stay safe and get communicating. <laughs>